Does he have to change his name now? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Mr. Noisy, by Roger Hargreaves, published by Penguin Young Readers Group. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed their Easter weekend, and to our Jewish friends out there, their Passover. We're finally going to review a book from the Mr. Men and Little Miss series. Mr. Noisy follows a red circle with legs as he annoys the town with his boisterous personality. The townspeople decide they need to curtail some of the disturbances Mr. Noisy is creating, and they come up with a clever way to do it. Will the town's plan work? We'll get some earplugs, because we're about to join a loud talker. The book jumps right into it, explaining just how noisy Mr. Noisy is by giving examples. Apparently, when he shouts at the top of his lungs, which he always does, you can hear it from miles away. Now that's one hell of a voice. This dude is talented. Someone needs to put that skill to good use. Whether it be warning the town if there are natural disasters heading their way, or if he's just letting the town know about a good deal at the used tire shop. That's how you advertise. No one would be able to skip that ad, and would be ringing in their ears for days after. I can't help but relate to this guy. The book rips him for being a loud sneezer, which is something I do. And hey, it's better than holding it in and giving yourself a hernia. You know, some people scream on roller coasters, or in the bedroom, and there's no good reason to do that, and it's way more annoying. And if they're allowed to say screaming just feels better, then us loud sneezers are allowed to say it too. Sometimes you just gotta let it out. After the prologue, we finally get to the story, which begins at Mr. Noisy's house. We learn you don't want to invite this guy to a sleepover, because it turns out He's a snorer. He's even loud when he sleeps. There's no break. No wonder he's a bachelor. It's the morning time and, quote, Then Mr. Noisy's alarm clock went off. Mr. Noisy's alarm clock sounds like no other alarm clock in the world. It sounds like a fire engine. End quote. And he wakes up everyone in the town with his alarm. Okay, I felt bad for him earlier because most of the noises Mr. Noisy made were coming out of his mouth and were hard to control. But an alarm clock? There's no excuse. Turn that shit down. He's just doing it to show off to everyone that he's a morning person, saying, hey, look at me. I get up early in the morning. No one cares that you get up at 5 a.m. It's not impressive. You know what's more impressive? Sleeping in and waking up whenever you want and still making bank. Well, at least he didn't hit the snooze. We see Mr. Noisy get out of bed, and he puts on his shoes, which are his only clothing item. Yes, he walks around bearing his whole self to the world in nothing but Oxfords. We continue to see that Mr. Noisy is not just someone who can't control the volume of his voice. He's an a-hole, slamming doors, making a scene everywhere he goes. He even heads into town, and intimidates shop owners by yelling at them like he's holding up the place when he's purchasing from them. One day, his antics finally strike a chord with all the shop owners, 
and they get together and they decide they need to fix their Mr. Noisy problem. They should send him out of the country and send him to a country they don't like and make them deal with him. Tell him he's going to be an important ambassador or something. I think this book seems to take place in Great Britain, so I'd assume they would send him to France. The next day, the townspeople implement their plan. And when he walks into the bakery looking to get a loaf pinched off, the baker pretends she can't hear him. After Mr. Noisy screams at her several times what he wanted, to no avail, he gives up and leaves her shop and goes straight to the butcher, where the same thing happened to him. Quote, Mr. Bacon pretended not to notice. I'd like a piece of meat, Mr. Noisy shouted. Did you say something? Asked Mr. Bacon. I said I'd like a piece of meat, roared Mr. Noisy. Pardon? Said Mr. Bacon. End quote. After not getting anything again, Mr. Noisy leaves and heads home hungry. That's what you get? The old pretending not to hear the guy trick. I would say it works every time, but it doesn't. Sometimes it does, though. The next day, the same thing begins to happen at the baker's, and then it hits him to try asking for what he wanted quietly. And it works. On his way back home, he really starts putting it together. Instead of stomping and slamming doors, he tippy-toes and shuts doors quietly. Uh-oh. Did they just create a monster? I don't know what's worse, an obnoxiously loud person looking for attention, or someone who sneaks up on you when you're not expecting it, and you're talking shit about him. Well, the story comes to an end with Mr. Noisy and the town happy with his newly learned tricks. I'm glad it worked out for both sides. At the beginning of this book, I related to Mr. Noisy. Sometimes being a loud talker can be a good thing. Like this guy is the guy you bring to the party. He would get everyone going, instead of just sitting there on the couch in silence. Point being, there's a time and place for being loud, and I wish they would have put his talents to good use, like turning him into the next big hype man. It was disappointing to see the townspeople not do it. But that being said, they did teach him new skills and let him discover them on his own. Instead of forcing him to be someone different, they allowed him to come to the conclusion that being quiet can be a good thing. And that's a great lesson, because nobody likes the douchers who walk around slamming shit and breaking doors just to get attention. Roger's writing, while a little long, was hilarious, which allowed him to get away with all the words. He made the character highly relatable, and the problem-solving that happened was a win-win for everyone, which was nice to see. His pictures, while a bit primitive, are some of the best in the game. They're inviting to the eye with the use of many bright colors. There's a reason why he created so many of these books. They're that good. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.1. I'll have the full bird. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.